Yeah. Public enemy number all right all right welcome to the daily attic it's your boy tim and of course we have dave mike in the house what's up fellas what's up what's going on well you know snow well you know a little snow freezing yeah it's it we're here in michigan and it's it's absolutely freezing here folks it's minus i don't even know all i know is my truck was absolutely frozen my window oh, yeah. froze up. We got our little filter. <laughs> froze shut. Jump out the side door. There we go. I had to turn off my I had to turn off my weed smoke filter. Sorry. It's like too quiet. Now it's too quiet. If the, that was the industrial, see I have this remote right here. And I have a I have a charcoal filter in here because my wife doesn't want me to smoke weed in the house. <laughs> and we all know how that goes. This will be the last time. This is- <laughs> we know how that goes. When Tim comes up missing, <laughs> we know where to look. You know what, though? I feel good. That's all that counts, man. It's for medicinal purposes. So you're right? selfish. You know what? That is kind of selfish. It is, it is but sometimes you got to be a little selfish. That's true. That's true. You can't always be a team player. Anyways, welcome. Make sure you subscribe, like the channel if you're on yes. YouTube. And if you're listening on any other, you know, podcast device, we appreciate you tuning in and we're, we're making adjustments to the show. We're trying to make the show better. Of course we have, you know, we have video now. We've never had video and we're trying to work through that. So rest assured, we're going to make improvements as we go, but we got a good show for you today. We're going to talk about some things that are in the news right now. And one of them is about thailand and you know we cover stories from from michigan to the united states to around the world and thailand is just one of those countries that drugs were so illegal there like throw you in prison for years type shit i think that you ever see that show the queen of ganja or ganja queen i think it's called no this australian chick that went to thailand and somebody tried to put somebody put some cannabis in her fucking luggage to try to smuggle it like it and she's ended up going to prison for like i don't know man it's forever in thailand oh yeah dude they did not play they do they do not play a lot of countries like that man yeah i mean that are harsh yes harsh 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 like i don't even have like death penalties for that shit yes where oh i'll tell you right Philippi- now the philippines, philippines. the philippines is bad dude they actually have a hit squad the government pays a hit squad to go around and murder people they send many back we out here fucking <laughs> jabbing you up quick he's a filipino ain't he i'm thinking yes yeah he was gonna run for the president yeah, he was gonna like, run yeah he was in the politics over there yeah he should have he should have ran for the president Let's go right into that one. We're going right into this. And if you want to follow us on... There's a lot, dude. There's a lot of countries. Name one. Name one? Give me a name. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. So if you're ever over in fucking Bangladesh, Bangladesh. Korea, up a twizzle, you're done. Congo, Egypt, India, <laughs> Indonesia, <laughs> Iran, Jordan, there? Libya, Universe. Singapore, Saudi Arabia. You see me. Sudan. In the deserts of Sudan. On a camel. Vietnam, Yemen. No. Not any hot spot for me to vacation. But there's a lot of other people living there. I mean, 
Not me. Look at me. I've been the first motherfucker they tried to kidnap <laughs> for any reason. Fuck that. They can have them laws. That's why you don't go there. Okay, let's go. Let's go into this. We're covering this. We're covering this story. It is Thailand's new government to ban cannabis for recreational use. So Thailand's cannabis landscape may change as soon as the Southeast Asian country is to ban recreational use of cannabis. The new Thai government has introduced a bill to amend the current cannabis leg- legislation in order to ban the recreational use of cannabis after decriminalization has led the country to flourish cannabis stores around the, the entire country. The health minister, Shalnan Srilkow. Butcher. Yeah, it's all good. I need, I need a Taiwanese interpreter here for some of this. Last weekend, a bill to amend a current cannabis legislation emphasized that it can't be used recreationally, as reported by the local news media outlets there. Now, Thailand has become the first Southeast Asian country to decriminalize recreational cannabis in uh, 2022. So it's only been, dude, they already wanted, they gave up on that quick. Quick. What happened? Well, they got different. I think it's a different leadership coming in that doesn't believe that thing. You know, back to the old way. They want it back to you know the way it was, where they ask the people, they cane you, you know, or they cane. They tell. I know. I know. But there's no asking. Well, under the under the under the new legislation, cannabis will be strictly for medical use. Okay, so you could still get through the loopholes there if you really want to smoke. How how hard of a loophole is it though? I don't you know. Smoking. Yeah. They chop your leg off. You get the peg leg. Like now I'm you sure, can smoke medical. I'm sure it's not, not like peg leg. It's not like here where you know you can get back in the day before wreck you can get medical for right fucking almost anything. Same you know? you got back. Then. Yeah. That's what I did. I bet you over there fucking is different. Oh, it's probably, it's probably yeah. Probably yeah, they're drawing blood. You probably have to like cells. prove yourself. You probably have to you know. Can you do this or not? You know, they probably give you physical. I don't know. It might be like anywhere, dude, where it's exploited. It's, it might be. There might be some Taiwanese doctor in there seeing 10,000 medical patients a day just right now. Cannabis, cannabis. You know, I mean, that's what they did in Michigan. I think the one. I'm still waiting for you to say the other word. Oh, I'm not saying the you other are. word. You will. Well, I only will when the if the article. Mm-hmm. I'll, I have to change it there, too. What's the other word? The M word. The the other word for cannabis that people use. Oh. Mary Jane. But but Spanish. Well, the reason. Remember, he made that bet. He says that word. He bumps. Yeah, I will. See, when we did that fucking thing, that bump caffeine snortable. Yeah. I totally forgot that you made that promise. Oh, Dave, don't forget. I don't forget. I I don't remember that. Dave, don't forget. Get the mind of a fucking computer. AI incorporated. So with this with this legislation, you know, they're gonna just take it back to medical in that regard by making products contain more than 0.2% THC illegal. It aims to facilitate the prosecution of individuals recreationally. So really are they saying that's the only thing is legal under 0.2% THC? It's just regular fucking hemp. Then yeah, that is nothing. Rope. I don't. Two point two percent is such a stupid number. Whoever came up with that? They'd probably chew a fucking mouthful of seeds and get that. But I bet you could drink the fuck out of some shit over there too. Find yourself a fucking Taiwanese whore. Razor blades. See <laughs> razor blades. 
Fuck that place. I heard there's Good a lot. Food. I heard there's a lot of fun to be had there. Uh, probably yeah, is. Yeah, of course there is. I mean, you can't. It's probably one of those countries you can't smoke weed, but you could probably drink when you're ten, like yeah, in the Philippines. Yeah, you could drink anything you want. I think there's you told me about that. That's in Philippines. Yeah, you only got to be as tall as the bar. Yeah, you could be a drunk when you're twelve, but if you smoke weed, we're gonna kill you. Beat your wife and kids in the, the street. The bar's only two foot tall. So this is something interesting about Thai, Thailand that is impressive, actually. In 2023, the Thai general election ushered in a new government strongly opposed to recreational cannabis use. They pledged to revise the existing cannabis policy, which led to the unregulated market and attracted criticism from various segments of society. So they had a whole new government leadership came come in and they did what they said they're going to do <laughs> yeah that's, that's what's crazy. so impressive how how long does that happen i mean how often does that happen really there's got to be some real divides over there if one regime comes in does this and now the new regime is just gonna revert everything back it don't matter right, right. i mean there's some serious tensions in there they're backing off a little bit but with the recreational thing but I, I want to know what, like, what they're saying, the reasons why exactly. They're saying the black market, that allowed the black market to come in. But the, but the black market's always going to be there. It's there before that. You know, it's going to be, it's going to thrive afterwards. All you yeah. did is give more value right. to the black market. To that market. You know, all you did is say, all right, well, we're just going to make it more valuable for you guys. Maybe the government realized how much money they're losing. I don't know. Like they were selling that shit behind the doors. I can't now even everybody read can... a fucking street sign over there, so I'd have no clue That's what the true. fuck they're talking about. They don't have street signs. They don't. I don't know. Just made that shit up. Sure they have cars motors. They might. Don't know. Or the dude with the fucking carriage he runs you around. Hey probably What's that got shit those? I have no idea. It's called. And I always want to sit in one of them, man. Watch the dude struggle. Take me. Yeah, take me and all my fucking luggage, you Right now, to the Holiday Inn of Thailand, <laughs> I'm going to party. Uh, you would want to be like, if you're in Thailand, you'd want to go where like the locals go, dude. You want to stay in like a... Yeah, you want to go there. You want to stay in like one of those... Uh, Fucking hut. They filmed the deer hunter. What are the... <laughs> with a bunch of gambling ass maniacs. That's the fun. That's the fun, dude. Eat some fucking squid or something. Yeah, the food, dude. I would try the food. What are those things called uh, that you could stay in with, like, several people? Um, hostel. Hostel. Hostel, dude. Find a hostel in uh, Thailand, dude. Take some dude, weed over there. What's a dude, dude? You want to wake up with bamboo shoots shoved under your toenails, man, screaming in pain? Hostel. No it's, way. Is it like that? Is it, it, is it all dudes? Like is it all dudes? Basically, Usually, yeah. They had him in fucking South. I thought it was like an Airbnb. I thought, I thought it was like an Airbnb. It's like a dorm, dude. It's all in like the same room. You guys have a bathroom. Do they have like one toilet, like like a jail cell? You sure? Shitter. In the middle of the room, or probably. Either way, dude, you're walking in on some other motherfuckers. Damn. Yeah, I ain't going. I would never stay. No, I seen those man. We were down there. Even in Miami, dude, they had hostels everywhere, you know, like right off that strip. The clientele that comes out of there, the, the patron or patronage, whatever you want to call these people. So it's like, Not something you want to be at, chilling with, you know, the family or your lady. 
No, nobody ever says I'm going to take the family to Thailand for our spring break. You stay in the hostel. Stay, stay in the hostel. That sounds like a vacation. It yeah. does. That's a, so nope. Kids, don't look. It'd be a good movie. Don't mind that toilet in the middle of the room. That weird looking lady sitting on it. <laughs> looking at us with a smile on her face and a half cocked sneer. With a paper bag making that shit. One eye twitching because it burns when it comes out. <laughs> I still fuck all. Uh, they need weed in. They need weed in Thailand, dude. What are they doing? I know, right? Here, let's move on to this next story, dude. Let's hit them. Let's hit them. It's a. It's about a huge drug bust they had, and this is coming from Reuters. A huge drug bust they had in Colombia, as actually an Ecuador and Colombia drug ring. They were exporting five tons of cocaine a month. Damn. That's a lot. Five tons. That's 10,000 pounds. That's roughly 5,000 kilos. That's like 30K a kilo. I can't even do that, man. So if you took all that and poured it right here. Right here? How do you think it would be like waist high? I I think it would fill this room. Five tons? I don't know. Like Scrooge McDuck and shit? Jumping in that shit? Imagine that. Imagine it. Just walk five in tons. Five tons. You Pure you uncut. Better, you better not even breathe, dude. The dust, you'd be dead on sight. Nah, man, we got a filter. Wow. Come in with a motherfucking mask. Yeah. On. Some glasses. You get that shit in your eyes, man. Soak right through. Man. Is that called? Shit. Soak through your osmosis or some shit. It was right into you. Just soaks right in through your skin. Your pores, man. That much in the air. I know somebody that that failed a drug test like that. I know somebody that was. Damn. I know somebody that was all right. I know somebody that was dealing coke, right? And they were ready. To, they were getting ready to go out. They had some friends over, and it was like a Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. And they noticed that the house next door was getting raided. So, <laughs> boy, all bunny ears go up on that one. So that, yeah. So what happened was. When they, when when they got raided, when when they noticed it, they noticed that it was it was getting raided, and they they started prepping. The guy that owned the house, he started, you know, throw, flushing everything down the toilet, hiding everything he could because he knew that they pre- and they did. They had the wrong house. They raided the house next door. They raided they raided the wrong house. So it was just family that lived next door. Yeah. So they they figured out, of course, what they did. And they came over to his house, raided his house. Well, he was all prepared, but a stroke of luck. Dude. I know what it, I mean. It was either luck or it was bad information or it was maybe he had friends. I don't know. So they found a They found a teener in his bathrobe that he forgot about. Oh, God. So they ended up confiscating his money, his car for that teener. But to the point of the story, they went down, they gave him a drug test. He failed because he was breaking up. Yeah, he was breaking over, it up yeah. with no gloves on. All over. Yeah, he failed the drug test, and he had to. So he was flying out to Vegas like that weekend. Couldn't couldn't do that. Spent the you know spent the day in jail and Man. stuff like that. Yeah, dude. Mm. Lucky but unlucky. Yeah, dude. Can you imagine the fucking that level of fucking stress and anxiety when you're seeing this go down and you know the clock ticking uh, right now? I gotta do what I gotta do. Holy shit, let's run. 
and you're running through the house trying to find that that level of fucking stress would be crazy to be able to go through that he was he was definitely stressed he was definitely bumming about the vegas thing but all in all dude i think he just got caught some probation for for didn't i mean i don't even know what it was but lucked out some fucking bullet dodging wait you never know what's gonna happen scary so back to this story Colombia and ecuador broke up a criminal organization responsible for sending up to five tons of cocaine per month to u.s and europe europe's a big coke country uh you know sprockets it was place. It's place. place it's not a cotton it's not like country but it's like you know a group of countries group, whatever yeah. whatever Colombian police said the Los Curva, I didn't butcher that one, Los Curva, criminal organization greeted more than $2 billion a year in profits. The year-long police operation cultivated on Saturday, what culminated? <laughs> cultivated and culminated. We cultivated a culmination of things. Culminated on Saturday with the capture of the Colombian brothers Hadar and Daron. Kuro. Somebody's going to say Derek. Daron Kuro, leaders of the Los Curva. Los Curva. Is that a cartel? Uh, They're not saying it's a cartel. They're just saying. They're doing that much, man. They have to be. Got to be something. Colombia is considered the world's leading producer of cocaine. Man, I don't know if that's true. I thought Peru was. I thought Peru had them last time we checked. But either way, between the two of them. If you're looking for that shit, you can't go wrong in one of those places. Between the two of them, the whole world gets high, so who cares, right? Right, I guess. The operation stops the shipment of five tons of cocaine per month, said the deputy director of the Colombian National Police, General Nicholas Zapata. And then the national director of the anti-drug investigations of Ecuadorian police, General William Valerio, added that the organization used speedboats and Mexican-flagged vessels to transport the drugs. Las Curva worked with Mexico's Sinola, Sinola cartel, the Sinola cartel, and the cartels of European Balkan region. Last year, six Colombians and twenty-two Ecuadorians were captured as part of the police operation. Yeah, man, five tons a month—that's wild. Who's gonna Who's gonna come in there and start supplying that fucking chain? So that's risk, risk versus reward. So let's say we're making, oh, what two billion a year? They said. Two billion a year. So if we got caught, how much time would we do? Ten years? I mean, it would be worth it. If you could stash two billion. If you hit that coming you know? out of there. If you live long enough, live through it. Right. I mean, you're going away. There's going to be something going down in there on the regular. You know, fight for your life every day. Buy them off. You got that money. Chainsaw you owe. <laughs> Even in prison, they got chainsaws. <laughs> how the fuck do they have prison chainsaws? Shit. Oh. They get them out, man. It ain't worth it. I think I I I just think that there's always somebody waiting in the wings for something. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're, they're taking a lot, five tons, but that's five tons that was going to UK and the US, and that's not even. I mean, it seems like a lot, but that's not a lot for in the grand scheme of things. You know, in the grand scheme of things, there's hundreds of tons of fucking coke coming into these countries and even more so which is hard to believe because with this fentanyl thing 
I'm surprised people even touch Coke still. Right. You know, this fentanyl thing is absolutely crazy. And why can't we just get the pure shit anymore, man? I, I wouldn't even fuck with it, especially nowadays. You know what I, I mean? Because all it takes you don't is know what you're getting, man. Yeah, you, you could die right there. There's no, nothing worth that shit. No. And, and the overdoses are so insane that now we have Jelly Roll, even Big Jelly, Big Jelly Roll testifying in front of Congress. What's that? You ever have a Jelly Roll? I've had a Jelly Roll before. No, I, I've, I've dabbled in all pastries, one point or another. That goes into our next story here, which is Jelly Roll delivers impassioned testimony before Congress as lawmakers push for new anti-fentanyl legislation. So, yeah, Jelly Roll, he was he said some things to Congress that were true about his life. And he's a Grammy nominated singer, Jason DeFord. Known to fans as Jelly Roll, urged lawmakers on Thursday to pass anti-fentanyl legislation and invoked his own past with substance abuse in an effort to help save lives. DeFord testified in front of the Senate Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs to ranking member Senator Tim Scott. He continued to pass, push the passage of the bill, the Fentanyl Education and Narcotics Deterrence. Deterrence, well... <sighs> The Fentanyl Eradication and Narcotics Deterrence Off Fentanyl Act, called FEND. Read FEND. I don't know how effective this. I mean, good for Roll. You know, good for him. We're all for, we're all for regulating yeah, fentanyl, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all for doing that. Yeah. There's nothing that's saying. I don't even listen to Jelly. You know, but I approve of his message. As long as that shit don't affect like people who actually get legitimate prescriptions for real pain. Because it seems like it always does. It always Pass does. This, and then people can't get their pain shit no more. Right. You're looked at like yeah. you're a... You always, human, yeah. But you legitimately need this. Right. Not one of them. You're a user. I'm, I'm an actual patient. That you're guy over there is scratching his skin off his arms for a reason. For a reason. Sees me getting mine and he wants his. Now he wants to buy it off me or take my life. Happen. I brought my community down. I hurt people. I was the uneducated man in the kitchen playing chemist with drugs I knew absolutely nothing about, just like these drug dealers are doing right now, and they're mixing every drug on the market with fentanyl, and they're killing people that we love. And that's Jelly. That's Jelly talking. I mean, he's being real about it. I like that. That's good. If they'll listen to him, you know those fucking uptight bastards. They're looking at him like... Son, or whatever you call yourself, with the tattoos all over his face. You know they're judging him right off oh, the bat. Yeah. Look at this monster up here trying to woo us with his ways. You know, fuck. He's char- he's char- charismatic though. He he's yeah, a good speaker. No, no, he's a good, he's speaker. A good dude. I, he, I did watch it. Yeah. He uh, the thirty nine year old rapper thirty nine dude. Can you imagine all those years that dude was in prison? He was a drug dealer. He was homeless, living in his van. Fucking never gave up. Never stopped. It's 39 finding this success now, dude. That's inspirational. He's a, he's a fucking, he's a fucking fighter. You can put your mind to anything and do it. The country singer has been outspoken about his history with drugs, 
having struggled with addiction at one point, dealing drugs. Country singer? I, I was just going to say, I thought he was a fucking rapper. Both, he started out as a rapper. A lot of guys rap, then they go to country, then they come back. Especially guys in Tennessee area. Like, you see rappers down south. They start out rapping. And then, you know, if they don't find success or the success they want, and then they kind of, they kind of, I mean, you listen to like that Morgan Wallen and stuff now. He's dropping 808 drums in his beats right. and they're all doing, you know, they got hip hop and, and country really kind of, kind of intertwined more in the South because that's, that's where they're from. I've attended more funerals than I care to share to you with y'all, DeFord said. I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I love dearly deeply in my soul now that's the thing man our generation we're a little older than that but i have some friends that are 20 years younger than me and their generation is getting decimated by this fentanyl thing like they know several people that have od'd several could you imagine that when you're like 26 27 years old you're hanging out with your like we're hanging out right now and be like oh you hear old boy passed away this guy passed away. That guy passed away. This girl passed away. They OD'd. It's like. Comes just like, oh, really? Oh, man. And then move on. Right. You know I mean, because there's so much of it. You lose, there's you so numb, much of it. You go numb to it. But. That's not cool. Man. I think I think it affects. I think it affects them more. I don't think they become numb to it. Well, deep down, you're going to have mental scars that are going to pop up every now and then. But if you keep hearing about people dropping around you, you do. I mean, most people become numb in a way because it's a daily thing you think the shit that goes on in the ghetto in the hood you know on the block or whatever those motherfuckers deal with all kinds of people getting shot all the fucking time dude. Mm-hmm. after a while it's nothing to see somebody dead laying in the street right. on mm-hmm. saturday afternoon watching the police tape and whatever or od'd you know what i'm saying it's the same same concept or someone that's been in war over and over like vietnam veterans that have seen combat and like or whatever iraqi whatever you want to call it you know what I mean? They see that trauma over and over again. You become just it's everyday business. Right. These ODs are everyday fucking business. Mm-hmm. It's sad. I'm sure some people don't. They like get emotional over everything. And- yeah, if it's so much, if it's so much death, you know? And I think that's what, I think, I think this bill, it passed Senate Banking Committee, or it passed the Senate unanimously, of course. Yeah. But here's some, DEA estimates. Six out of ten fentanyl-laced fake pills may contain a fatal dose of fentanyl. Damn. Sixty percent of the press pills. So you hear that if you're taking pills, taking pills. Yeah, that's stupid. Especially if they're from the street. And and you don't know. They do a good job now. They do a good job making these pills. Nearly a hundred and ten thousand people died from drug overdose in twenty twenty two. Behind those numbers, most tragically, are stories, said uh, Sherrod Brown. She's a Democrat from Ohio. Stories of families torn apart of parents losing teenagers before they graduate high school. This is the thing, though, man. Be real with your kids. Yeah. You know? Be real with your kids. Tell your kids when they're young. Tell your kids when they're young about drugs, putting shit up your nose, putting stuff in your fucking veins. When they're young, yeah. don't wait until they're teenagers. Tell them when they're eight. Tell them when they're six. Sit them at five. Yeah, on your lap. 
The kids nowadays are younger using that shit. You know? Yeah. They're hearing about it. They think it, yeah. it's glamorized. It's popularized. You Be know? real with them. Show them. Show them the... <clears throat> Show them the the pictures yeah, of the, a meth mouth. Right. Take them to the show homeless people. Grab a you know, syringe and do it in front of them. Pull up <laughs> to the fucking guy on the corner of state with the I need food sign and say, look, see this fucker? It's cracked out. Yeah. That's what we need. We need people to show how real it is instead of trying to, you know. You think that just, works anyway, so, man? Because you went to D.A.R.E. Our generation went to D.A.R.E. Did that shit work? You still smoked, you used drugs, you still smoked, you used drugs. That shit didn't work. They showed us all the, you know, two eggs in a fucking pot and shit, and this is your brain on drugs kind of shit. People are going to do didn't fucking work. what they want to do. Exactly. You know, I want to smoke weed, so I'm going to do it. Didn't dare stop that? No. Exactly. There's people out there that want to do lines of cocaine. Me. They're going to do it. But I don't. I don't do it. I choose not to. You make a choice in life, you know, and that's part of it, man. Some people have to come up and grab their own balls and say, look, I'm responsible for my fucking decision. These are my balls. I know. (laughs) Now you're like, well, I'm not doing fentanyl. I want to do coke. Well, there might be fentanyl in that coke. So do you really want to do coke, knucklehead? Hmm. Well, they're my balls. (laughs) You hold them. I'm not holding them prickly half-shaved bastards. You hold them fucking fireballs. Why are they half-shaved, dude? <laughs> you know, Just you have a fucking battery or what? I've never had that happen. That would hurt. Get caught up in there. Oh. Even with the manscaping tools we have at our disposal now, you know, you still catch a hot one thinking you can glide across nuts with a fast razor. Catch a hot one. That's the same type of thing, man. You're making a fucking choice. Life or death. Potentially. It's your balls in your hand, you know? And, yeah, you never hear of fentanyl-laced marijuana. I'm going to smoke the good stuff. Yeah, you do. I don't I, When? There, it's out there now. Get the fuck out of here. You'll make shit we, up. No, we had a story last year. People were dying from that shit. Yeah, they did. They did. I think it's. I think it's more it's of a. They had some punk ass weeds. They're like, oh, let's make this shit stronger. I think. Oh, I think those are. Punk, yeah. Oh, you never had nothing before. I think somebody putting fentanyl in weed is stupid as fuck. So I think it's a government thing. I think they did that to scare people to having legal weed. That could be, man. That makes you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't, don't smoke that black market weed. That's just got fentanyl in it. And then that forces everybody to go get the state tested recreational weed from. Yeah. Get it from the lab because the labs are always uh, honest. And the labs are always, but it's for peace of mind. (laughs) Exactly. And your government. Exactly. And, and, and and I know about this because I've worked in the, in both markets. And I can tell you that your clean weed, your regulated licensed weed does not guarantee it's clean. I'll be the first to say it. And I've witnessed it firsthand. Anyway, do, do they even check for that shit though? They don't check for fentanyl. They they check for they check Molds for mold, yeast, heavy metals, pesticides, and and they don't check for fentanyl anyway. So, but but I think it. But I think it's the the presumption that you're going when you go to the dispensary, you're getting clean weed. You're not, and I'm gonna tell you, the older the harvest date, you're definitely not because right. there's mold in that weed, whether you like it or not. That there's mold in that weed, and, and the odds are that weed is not cured correctly. 
because it takes weeks to cure weed. It wait, you're going to sit, you're going to harvest your weed, you're going to dry it, you're going to take 14 days to dry it, you're going to trim it, and then you're going to wait another month before it's even cured. And that's when that's when you can it can last a long time. But I guarantee, yeah, oh, I've, I've had, that could be a whole nother episodes. Tainted, moldy weed from dispos. Oh yeah, you know what I mean that's the first thing I see if I go to a dispo to buy weed. I say, give me the freshest harvest date. I don't care what brand it is. I don't care what right, right, right. What kind of bubbly, bubble gum, berry, yeah. gassy, whatever name. Yeah, I know. So I catch you hybrid. But think about know, how much 33% THC. How much of that weed did we smoke growing up? Fuck, I had shit that smelled like fucking tires, gasoline. Oh, yeah. Know, you know, fucking brown. Some of the best weed I had smelled like diesel gas. Yes. <laughs> yes. I probably brought it yeah, in, man. I know, I know. But anyways, you know, what's interesting about this story, back to the story just for a second before we close out here. They don't talk about what the bill does in this in this okay. article. You know, they they sell the bill, the bill passed, Jelly Roll was part of that, everything's great, right? But they don't really talk about, and what I think it is, that's what I was kind of looking for, I think it's more severe penalties for fentanyl. I think it's like a minimum 10-year sentence or something. That should fentanyl. be on fentanyl, man. Yeah, throw the book at them. They should get rid of that. I'm not opposed to none of that. Fentanyl's only good for... Like hospitals and you know yeah, things yeah, like some that, real shit. You know what I mean? Or elephants or you big animals. Motherfuckers out there doing that shit, selling that to the youth, man, or pushing it in any way, shape, or form. You're a fuck. Come see me. Come see Mike. They would never even have fentanyl. Watch that. If they all shows up at your door tomorrow. Just kidding, boys. It's a show. If people were able to get the drugs they want, fentanyl wouldn't even be oh, yeah. there. Oh, if yeah. you were able to get some opium or some coke like good tested pure shit you wouldn't even they wouldn't even want fentanyl fentanyl is cut in there by the drug dealers to save money everybody you knows know, that the government should give free tests out for that shit you know, you know corona if, if you're a user take these tests you get Put a little bit in there see if there's fentanyl yeah. but then you gotta waste a little bit but you know you're gonna condone a little bit but you know yeah but they should man i mean they're not gonna stop it once it's here, it's here. They're not going to stop it. You could well, try to make it a little bit safer. You got you got to fight a good fight against some of that shit, though. That's one of them that you should fight the fight. Yeah, you should. Huh. Amber, anybody got a problem with it? Go see Mike. Dave will be right there at the door. With the video camera. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. How come I can't hear myself? Oh, there we go. Thanks for... Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it. You know, this camera, this camera system is going to have to improve here. I tell you that right now. All right. Good stories, guys. Hey, remember to like, subscribe, share, share, give us a review. And if there's anybody, a couple of things real quick. If you have any stories you want us to cover, send them to us, please. And if you have a video producer that you know that wants to run these cameras, Sam, send your resume. Hey, we won't even charge you to be part of it. Peace out. Later, fellas. Later. Fuck. I did good until the end. Right. I did I did decent until the end, man. I still recording. Yes.